0: And welcome back to the Tunnel Coder podcast. This is episode 14. And it's also the fifth installment of the Python audio tutorial series. And if you've been keeping up with that tutorial series, uh, the last episode was the second part on functions. And so hopefully that was helpful for you. And we'll probably get back to functions in the future especially as they're related to being bound to classes as methods. And we'll go over a few things in that area as we go forward. And we might uh, get into functions a little bit again, just here and there with other topics. But today what I would like to talk about is lists. I'd like to just spend this episode on lists. And I'd like to talk a little bit about list indexing and list slicing. So if you started with the first episode, you should know already that you're going to need an IDE on your phone. I'm using Pythonista 3 for the iPhone and uh, there should be a few good ones on Android. Go back and listen to that first episode and you can hear which ones I recommend. So let's just get right into it. If you've got your editor open here let's just go ahead and create a list. And if you recall, we've mentioned lists before, just briefly, but a list is going to be using square brackets. Okay, so it's going to be the same thing uh, that we did before, you've seen this before, we're gonna create a a variable and we're going to uh, define a list and assign it to that variable. Okay, so let's just think real quick, Let's uh, make a list of, I don't know, popular programming languages, okay? So let's just, let's call the variable languages. So I'm gonna type a languages space equals space, and then we're gonna do the first square bracket. And in Pythonista, you'll get both brackets. It'll close the, uh, the list for you with the last bracket, which is kind of a nice little plus. But either way, you wanna have an opening and closing bracket. And then i'm going to use single quotes for each one of the items in the list and we're going to put strings in the list now you recall i think i've mentioned this in the past you can really put any data type into a python list and you can also mix data types because python's a dynamic language uh it's it is strongly typed but it's not statically typed And that just means that it doesn't enforce that we use and declare a certain type throughout the data structure that we're using. Like we would, if this was C sharp, we would have to declare that this was a list of strings right up front and and we would only be able to put strings in this list. Um, if we wanted to use like an integer or a floating point value, we'd have to declare that it was going to contain that also, if we wanted to create say, like a class and put our own objects in there. In another language like C Sharp or Java, for example, that's statically typed, we would have to declare that we're going to put that particular class type in the list. And so with Python, it's not that it's not strongly typed because it will enforce types at runtime. Uh, and it will check to see that you're, when you're referring to a particular type that you are in fact using that type Uh, i'm not going to get into that real deep here but um let's just say that for all that all that to say you can in in python we don't have to declare uh, what this list is going to hold so we could essentially put an integer for the first value we could put a floating point or a decimal for the second value Uh, then we could use a string for the third value and for the fourth value we could put uh, a reference to an object. some Maybe some other list or we could even create uh, an instance of our own class which would be our own object and we could throw that in there. And you can really just put whatever you want in the list but it's probably best practice to put the same types in the list. Um, that really reduces confusion uh, as to you know what it is that you're really using this list for I think it's a best practice really to just keep the data types the same and again um keep your variable names descriptive so the fact that we're naming this languages that's even maybe a little bit less descriptive than we ought to make it so why don't we actually go back and fix this and let's call it programming underscore languages and that just gives us a better understanding when we come back and read this code, and it's good practice to get in the habit of that we are able to read our variable names and our the names of our classes and our you know uh, when we create objects later on and things like that. Um, it's just nice to know what it is that we're dealing with. Okay, so we have our list programming underscore languages equals and then the square brackets. And let's just throw some languages in there. Let's use single quotes. Again, in Python, you can use either single quotes or double quotes, but you don't want to mix them. So you pick one of them and then just go with it the whole time. I happen to like single quotes because on a uh, laptop, on an actual keyboard, uh, it's less typing. You don't have to hit the shift key. So that's just a little bit less um, that you got to type out. So. Um, using single quotes, I'm going to I'm going to do this all lowercase. Uh, I don't really care about the case for this, and that, again, it's just less typing. So let's say single quotes, and then we're going to say Java. And then we're going to position our cursor after that last single quote. And we're going to put a comma, and then we're going to do a space, and then another single quote. Open and closing single quotes, and let's say Python. And then again, we're going to do another comma, space, and let's say C sharp, and that's a C with a pound sign. And let's see what else. How about Scala, S-C-A-L-A, and what else? Um, How about uh, Erlang, that's another, Interesting language, E-R-L-A-N-G, Erlang. And let's see what else. We've got a language called Kotlin, and that's K-O-T-L-I-N. That is another Java-based language. It's actually not Java syntax, but it uh, runs on the JVM, the Java virtual machine. I think that's probably enough for now. Um, Okay, so... We've got these six languages in here. We've got six elements in our list. So first thing to know about lists is, and this is across pretty much all programming languages, I'm not sure, there could be some um, what's called functional languages that don't use this, and don't quote me on this, but uh, for the most part, like a C style language is going to use what's called zero-based indexing. So what that means is that when we want to refer to any item in this list, the first item is always going to be zero. So you'd probably think maybe not being a programmer, if I told you to give me the first item in the list, you'd probably call that item number one. Uh, And that's where a lot of people new to programming in this style uh, get tripped up. So item number one in this list is actually zero and item number six is actually five so we start at zero and we go to um the, the last element in the list is always one less than the, than the length of of the list okay so with that out of the way let's um let's just do that let's just start super simple and let's print the first element in the list so we're going to type out the word print for the top level print function we're going to type in programming languages, the name of our list, and then we're going to do an actual, another square brackets at the end of the programming list, uh, or I'm sorry, at the end of programming languages, because that's how you refer to, or you index into a list, is you put square brackets at the end of the name of the variable, and then we put the index number into those square brackets. So in this sense, or in this example, we're going to do print, and then inside the parentheses, we're going to just say programming, underscore languages, square brackets, no space. And then we're going to put a zero in the middle of the square brackets, and we're going to hit the play or execute button. And what you're going to see when you uh, get hit over to the console there, uh, or what you're going to see when the console comes up is you're just going to see the first element, and that's Java, because that is the first element of the list. Okay, what if we wanted to print out the very last element in the list? Well, in Python, you refer to the last element of the list as a negative integer. So, uh, or I'm sorry, when you wanna start at the end of the list in Python, you use a negative value to refer to the opposite end of the list. So if we wanna start at the opposite end and work our way backwards, the opposite end of the list, the end of the list is gonna be negative one. Now it's a little bit confusing because zero is the beginning and negative one is the end. And so in a sense, it's not zero based when you're going backwards through the list, but let's just leave it at that. Um, You basically just have to memorize that that's the case. Um, There's reasons why this is the case, but we're not gonna talk about that. So anyway, if you wanna refer to the end of the list in Python, um, put a negative one inside the square brackets. So you're gonna be indexing into the list at the end of the list with negative one. So let's do that. We're going to type in print, parentheses, same thing, programming underscore languages, square brackets, and then a negative one in the square brackets. Hit the play button. And of course, if you didn't clear it, you're going to see Java and Kotlin. If you cleared the console, you should just see Kotlin come up. We're going to swipe to the right, get back to our scratch pad here. And let's uh, refer to the third element in the list. So what would be the third element in the list? Remember the list starts at zero. So counting from the beginning, Java is zero, Python is one, c sharp is two, as far as the index goes. It's the third element, but its index is two. OK, so that's pretty simple. Let's just do the same thing, print, parentheses, programming, underscore languages, square brackets, and let's throw the index number of two in there and hit the play button again, and predictably we see C sharp on the console. All right, so that's, that's basically indexing into the list. So when you wanna to refer to an element in the list, you use the index and you start at zero. So there's another thing that we can do with lists. Well, there's a lot of things we can do with lists, but when it comes to indexing and slicing, uh, that's the next thing we wanna talk about, slicing. So, what is slicing? Slicing is basically taking some portion of the list. And so what happens when you slice into a list is you basically slice out a new list containing just the elements that you're referring to in your slice notation. Okay, so slice notation is similar to the indexing. So we're still gonna use the square brackets, but when we slice, we use colons in between the index numbers that we're referring to. Okay. So the way slicing works is you can use up to two colons in your reference in the slice. But what happens is you're going to actually refer to the slice like this. It's going to be start and start colon end colon and step. Okay. And the step part is optional. And actually, they're all sort of optional. But what happens with Python is when you leave them out, uh, it will just refer to the it'll just actually go go to the default. So what does that mean? So if we have our programming languages list, we've got Java, Python, C sharp, Scala, Erlang and Kotlin, we've got these six elements. Let's say we wanted to slice out Um, just Scala and Erlang and we wanted to create a new list and we just want to slice that portion out a lot of times in the real world this is very useful Um, one of the things that I use this for a lot is when I'm getting input from somewhere from the internet say from uh, like a field uh, of some kind in a website and somebody uh, gives me some data and I know that this data is always going to contain some character on the end that i just don't want to be there and it's going to be predictably at a certain point on that word Uh, i can use slice notation to basically slice that portion off and return a list that contains just the word that i want and i apologize for my great dan lincoln he's upstairs barking i'm sure you can hear him hopefully he will stop with that Uh, i'll just keep on going here Um, so Let's try to slice out Scala and Erlang. Okay, so let's say we're just interested in just pulling that information out. Again, it returns a new list, but in this case, we're not going to actually assign it to anything. So let's just, we'll just slice the list itself and just print it out again, just for simplicity. So programming underscore languages. And again, we put the start, the end, and then the step. And now the step is how many Items in the list that we want to step over. So we could actually, like, this is a little bit more advanced, and we'll, we'll do this in, in a second, but we could actually say we want the first item and then we want to skip two items and then the, the next item, etc. It's sort of like how many are you going to skip in between. That's basically what it means. So knowing that, there is one other thing that you need to know, and that is whenever you're referring to lists of items or any kind of a sequence. You'll actually run into this in other programming languages as well. There's a concept of exclusive and inclusive. So what does that mean? Uh, What that means is that when you're talking about something and it's exclusive, then that means that you're actually going to exclude the last element in that range. And you need to basically index one element farther than what you're looking for. And so if it's inclusive, then it's the opposite. You're basically going to include that element in your indexing. So you don't need to index one element further. Okay, so this means that if we want to just slice out Scala and Erlang, Scala is the third index. The third has the index of three uh, in the list. And Erlang has four, like we said. So what we're going to need to do is we're going to need to say three colon five. Now five is the index of one past Erlang. And since this is exclusive, we have to do that so that we can basically slice the item right before the end of the index that we're giving, if that makes sense. Just remember that whenever you're slicing in Python, you have to give the index that you, so whatever it is that you want to take out just add one number, add one to the end, basically, at the end of the day, that's how it is. So uh, we wanna do Scala and Erlang, so we're gonna do three colon five, okay? And let's hit the play button and you should see Scala and Erlang in your console, okay? So that's pretty easy. I mean, we could do really anything. We could say, you know, three and six or we could start with, Uh, you know, start with zero and, and index all the way up or zero to two. In fact, let's just try zero to two really quick and see what that does. Okay, so hitting the execute button. So we get Java and Python. So what we're basically saying is we're starting at zero and we're slicing up to two, which is C sharp. So we're getting everything below two. So we just, if we want, if we really wanted zero and one, which is Java and Python, we just add one more to the end index that we're slicing to. Okay. So now we could also, one of the things we can do is if we're starting at the beginning, like if we just want to index uh, from the beginning of the list, Python makes that easy. By just allowing us to omit adding the zero. So let's do that same thing. Let's say we wanna get uh, Java and we wanna slice out Java and Python, the first two elements from the list. Um, So recall, it's gonna be zero and one, and we need to put two as the end because two is C sharp. That's the third element. And um, let's just go ahead and though, and just let's just put a colon and a two in the square brackets and then hit print. So we're gonna delete the zero and we're just going to be colon two. So it's going to be print, uh, parentheses, programming, underscore languages, square brackets, and then inside the square brackets, no space, just a colon and a two. And go ahead and hit play or execute and you'll get the same thing. And so you can see that uh, Python just made it easy for us to uh, refer to the beginning of the index. Um, since we're starting from the beginning, it makes sense that we could just leave that out and just save the typing. That's one of the really cool things about Python is that there's a lot of places that the language designers have done things like that to try to help speed up the code that you're writing. Okay. So we can actually do the same thing with the end. So let's say we wanted to do the opposite. Let's say we wanted to start with, um, let's say we want to start like the third element and we want to go to the end so let's uh let's put in this case we we put since it's not exclusive since it's not the end of the list that we need to add one to to the to the index we just need to refer to the exact index that we want so let's say uh let's start with c sharp and c sharp is uh, zero one two so c sharp is two let's put a two colon and just leave it at that, just two colon. And let's see what that does. Okay, so what we get is we get C-sharp, Scala, Erlang, and Kotlin. So it starts at C-sharp and then just slices all the way to the end. We, we just omitted the end and we also omitted the step. And it, so it just assumed that the end was the end of the list because it's not there. And then it also assumed that our step was one. So let's do something interesting. Let's just um, let's just do the same thing. Let's let's keep that two colon in there. So we're going to start at C sharp and we're going to slice all the way to the end. But let's say we wanted to skip every other uh, language. So let's do two colon. And then in this case, if we if we're going to omit the last uh, element, but we want to put a step in there, we're going to have to put another colon. So 2, colon, colon, and then put a 2 because what we're basically saying is start at the element of, of 2 with the with the index of 2, <clears throat> the element that has the index of 2, um, and then a colon. And then where we would be putting the end, we're just omitting it. So, Then we put another colon and then we're going to put the step and we're going to say a step of two. So the default step is one, which means every element, a step of two means every other element. So every second element it's going to grab. So in this case, we should have C sharp and then Erlang. So it would basically take C sharp, skip Scala, give us Erlang and then skip Kotlin. So let's see if it does that. And we're correct. So if you go ahead and run it, you can see we just get C-sharp and Erlang. Okay, so let's do something else. Let's Let's say we just wanted to, it's a little trick here to just basically copy the list and create a new list. You could essentially just put one colon in the middle of the square brackets. And what you're saying there is you're saying start at the beginning, so it's the default, so it just assumes it's zero, and then you're saying going all the way to the end, because we're not putting anything for the end so it assumes all the way to the end of the to the fifth index which is the sixth element and then the uh, step is going to be one okay so let's just give that a try you should basically just see a list that's the full list so go ahead and hit the execute and we see the entire list okay so one thing to note about that let's do something kind of interesting Um, we can show that this is actually a copy of the list and it's actually a different list. Um, We're going to create another variable. So let's say, okay, so let's just do this. We're going to create a new variable. Let's call it programming languages two. Okay. And we're just going to say space and then equals and then a space. And then we're going to type in programming languages because we're referring to that first list. And then we're going to it's square brackets and then we're going to put a colon in the middle so we're going to take the entire thing okay and so it looks like you're basically just assigning that list to the second variable but the interesting thing is we're going to go down so so hit return and space down uh, two lines Uh, and then we're going to type in print and the parentheses and we're going to use another top level function i've mentioned really quick it's called id So type in, inside the print parentheses, type in id and then parentheses. And inside that id function, that top level function, we're going to print out the id of the original list programming languages. And then we're going to hit return again and we're going to print out another line down. We're going to do this again. We're going to say print parentheses and then id parentheses. We're going to type out the parentheses of the programming languages too. And when we go ahead and run this, you should see that the ID that comes back is different for both of these. So go ahead and execute that and let's take a look. Okay, and so what we see is we see the numeric ID for this object, this list. The first one is uh, ending in on my uh, screen, and this would be different for you because uh, the ID is unique every time, but for me, um, the first ID ends in 68 and the second ID ends in 00. So there are obviously two different numbers, which means those are two different objects. So we've not only sliced that list, but we've created a new list. And so sometimes that can be beneficial um, because there's different reasons why you would want a new list with a, an actual different ID. And one of the main reasons is that if we want to guarantee that we're not operating on some particular list because Python uses references. Uh, There are times when you want to make sure that you're not accidentally mutating or changing some list by reference, and then therefore you're changing a list somewhere that you don't expect to be changing it. And there's a lot of circumstances where that might happen. So the best thing to do is just to return a new list with a new ID, a new object ID. And so slicing can be kind of a, a nice way to do that. Um, it's just kind of a shortcut to make a copy. And so we can not only do a copy, but let's, let's keep that same two lines of print ID and then the programming languages and the programming languages two. But um, a couple lines up where we say programming languages two equals programming underscore languages. And then we have the square brackets and just one colon. Let's go ahead and slice out just Erlang. Okay, so how would we do that? Recall again that we're using zero-based indexing. So Java is zero, Python's one, C-sharp is two, Scala is three, Erlang is four, and Kotlin is five. So how would we just get element four? Well, let's take a look at this. So we're gonna say basically we're going to say programming languages and then the square brackets and then we're going to say the the index of 4 colon and then we're going to say 5 for the end. Okay so 4 colon 5 should get us the right result so let's say execute and I'm sorry we're actually not going to see that um, we're going to have to, let's space down uh, those two lines down below where it says print ID and actually let's Push those down by one line by hitting return up above. And let's put one more, a third print statement before that. And let's just say print parentheses and programming languages too, so we can actually see what's in that list. You'll see too that the IDs are different just as before. So let's go ahead and do that and execute. Okay, and so you'll see that we do have a new list, and in that list is only just Erlang. And so Uh, Then you'll also see the two IDs printed out and they're different, so they're referring to two different objects in memory. Okay, so we're getting kind of long and uh, that's basically what I wanted to share with you on just very elementary uh, indexing and slicing of Python lists. So I hope that was helpful for you today. I'm going to go ahead and create some companion videos for that so you can follow along, so look for the links in the description. And as always, I hope you're having a good day or night wherever you're at. And I hope this is helpful and we'll talk to you soon.